It's not the fight or flight response that causes the problems. It's how you react to it. Welcome to another episode of the Runpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Carter, and as always, I'm here to help you run your life instead of letting life run you. Today's August 3rd, episode 57, Meditation, What Is It and Should You Do It? We're going to dive a little bit deeper into what meditation is. Now, later on, I do want to get somebody else on this podcast that knows meditation way better than I am. But for right now, you and I are going to get the basics about what meditation is. So when we have a pro come on, we can dive deeper and get way underneath the surface surface of what meditation is, should you do it, and maybe how you should do it. There's a lot more to it than you think. So that's what we're going to be talking about here on the Runpreneur Podcast coming up. So today's sponsor is Anchor. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's super simple how I love it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple, Spotify, and whatever other podcast channel you like to listen to podcasts on. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And you guys, it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast soon, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I promise you won't regret it. All right, let's hear it. Today's another Motivational Monday. And if you're here in Florida and you're on the East Coast, you survived Tropical Storm Isaias or something like that. Nobody can pronounce that, so that's kind of become a joke. And honestly, the whole storm was a joke. It was just like a little cute thunderstorm that passed through. So really nothing to even consider a tropical storm. I've seen worse storms in the afternoon at 3 p.m. just randomly roll through this area. But since it's Motivational Monday, I want to share a motivational quote with you. So I'm going to start this off a little bit different before we get into our goal setting. And this motivational quote, I would just want you to either write down or just try to remind yourself of throughout the week because we all need a little bit of motivation. And a lot of us have that one quote that sticks in our mind. So I want to share one with you and maybe that will be your quote that sticks in your mind. So here's the quote. If you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want becomes the sacrifice. It pretty much goes along with prioritization. If you don't prioritize your time and your goals, somebody will prioritize your time for their goals. It's all the same deal. You guys know what you want. And that segues perfectly into our four questions. And that first question is, what is your long-term goal? Now, I want to share a little bit something with you. I was thinking, you know, I've seen a lot of people have whiteboards on their walls with their goals written down. And my wall space is kind of taken up and my office is kind of also the storage room. So there's not a whole lot of room in here. So I kept thinking, how do I put my goals on the wall? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I looked behind me and I have a huge mirror on the wall. 
So I got mirror markers and I wrote all my goals out, my long-term goals, my 90-day goals, everything out on my mirrors. And I can't tell you how excited I am to see them every single day when I look in the mirror. I not only see me, that sounds a little bit narcissistic, but you, you want to feel good about yourself. But I also see my goals, my dreams, and everything that I'm working towards. So that's kind of cool. That's just kind of an idea. Write your long-term goals down on there. Now, I, like I said, I have my 90-day goals. That goes into my next question. What's your short-term goal? Short-term goals can be sprints, like 90 days, a month, a week, whatever you want. You want to get write down things that you need to accomplish to hit those long-term goals that you need to hit in the short term. I also have those written down as well. Now, I don't have this next question written down, and that is, well, how are you going to measure them? Well, I guess I kind of do. I put in, you know, the amounts that I want to make by so-and-so, the amount of listeners I want by so-and-so, and so forth. So you need to find a measurable way that doesn't move. So it's not, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, well, how much weight do you want to lose? Because if you lose 10 pounds and in your mind you wanted to lose 15, your measurement should have been 15. So make it something that can really measure out if you reach your goal or not. And finally, how do you want to recuperate? How do you want to breathe and take a break so you can avoid burnout? Because if you hit burnout, nothing will get accomplished. I can promise you that. So I always recommend do 30 to 60 minutes a day for yourself. And that could be exercise. That can be yoga. That could be something we're going to talk about called meditation today, mindfulness, whatever it is that you want to recuperate. Some people, I watch them work hard you know, Monday through Saturday and take a break Sunday and do nothing all Sunday. It kind of depends on you and your schedule. How do you want to measure that? How do you want to recuperate? So please answer those four questions. Write them down somewhere in pen. I'm not a huge fan of pencil or in your phone because those can be easily changed. But if you write it down somewhere in pen that you can easily access it and always see it, you will reach your goals. Now I want to do something a little bit different. And we did this a few weeks ago. I don't think I did it last week. But because there's a tropical storm and I think everybody should know what the week ahead is going to be looking like. I'm going to share the weather report with you. But you have to be in the area here in Florida. So if you're local, this is your weather report. Across the U.S., I could not tell you other than maybe it's going to be a nice day. But here in Florida, and this is going to go fast... All week long, Monday through what looks like next Monday, we have a high of 87 to 89 and a low of 78 to 76. Those are the only like four numbers you have to remember. It's going to be somewhere in there and it's probably going to feel like 100 in the afternoon at some point. So that's your weather report. There's chances of rain, but there's always chances of rain. So you might have afternoon storms. You might not have afternoon storms. Plan your day accordingly. Run your life and don't let weather get in your way, especially this tropical storm that didn't even happen. Ugh, so frustrating. I took the entire day off because I thought there's a tropical hurricane coming for us, but there wasn't. So anyways, I want to get right into our topic, meditation. What is it and should you do it? And I mean, let's really talk about this. You know that there's so many apps out there for quote-unquote meditation. Between Headspace, Calm, Simple Habit, and so many others. And I think I'm missing the main one, but I really... Guys, there's just so many, and there's so many free ones, free trials. You can literally make a year out of meditation apps and free trials. And it seems like meditation is the key to success, right? 
Well, that's what a lot of people say. But what is meditation? Why do people actually do it? And why is it that there are some people that literally scream to the sign and say it's the passage for the devil to get into our soul? I don't know. I've heard it all. I've heard excuses too that, oh, it gives me my head a break. It's actually just here to help me focus. I don't actually take it seriously. Well, is that healthy either? Well, before we go too far into it, I really do want to get an expert into that side of it and how to actually meditate the proper way. Because I do find it fascinating. But until I can get that system up and the social distancing and the talking to somebody, I want to briefly go over and cover some key points about meditation so we have baseline knowledge. So this is like part one, baseline knowledge about this topic. So when we discuss it and dive really deep into it next time with this expert, we don't get lost. We know what we're talking about and we kind of know the basics already. So what what are those key points? Let's find out. So first, before we really get into the key points, I want to say what is meditation? Meditation comes from the Greek word, and excuse me if you know how to pronounce this and I do not, meditari. Or having the meaning of reflect, study, and practice. This goes for Christians. This goes for a bunch of different religions that meditate and practice and study what they're thinking about. But there is controversy to meditation. And like I said, there are so many people that swear by it. That swear that meditation is the reason that they are here and that, that they are successful. But there's other people that freak out and almost just shut down when you mention the word meditation. And just like everything else in life, there's always two sides to every story, right? So I want to bring up both the pros and the cons and bring up the opposing side to why people actually do not believe in meditation. But first I want to start with the pros. So one of the pros of meditation is it reduces stress. And I want to have a one-on-one -on -one with you here. Have you ever been in a situation that you've been so anxious, so angry, or so upset that you are literally shaking? What did you do? Did you notice anything about that moment? Were you just seeing red and so upset and so angry, so mad, so scared that nothing mattered? If you notice, when you're in this state of mind, you feel like your body is starting to shut down. You can actually feel things starting to go numb and not work right. Your brain and nervous system go into this fight or flight mode, and unfortunately, you're probably in the flight mode and it's winning. You're in a state of defense. Your body does not want this harm. And now if you notice while you're in this state, your breathing actually starts to become shallow or almost non-existent. I've heard a lot of people, and I've been there myself, when you're so angry, anxious, or upset, you're gasping for air. Or you let out this big, like, <gasps> because you haven't taken a breath for a while. Why? Because your brain shut down. And I want you also to think about this. When the less oxygen gets to your brain because of shallow breathing or holding your breath, you're going to think even more irrationally because now your brain's not getting oxygen. Your brain's not getting the nutrients to even work right. And then suddenly, everything starts to collapse and tumble. And now you're even more upset. This is where meditation 
or we'll talk about it in a minute, mindfulness will really, really, really help you. Because if you're able to notice when you're in that situation and take four, five, maybe 10 deep breaths, they weren't joking when they say, if you're upset, take 10 deep breaths, you'll be able to fight this feeling. Because you're gonna get oxygen to your brain and it's gonna calm you down and kind of bring you back into reality. That's a big pro about meditation. It helps you be mindful of your emotions in different situations. And when you get into situations like this, it helps you get out of them quicker. It also makes it easier to sleep because now your brain's not running miles and miles and miles an hour while you're trying to fall asleep. So it reduces your stress. It gets you a better night's sleep and it makes you a little bit more mindful. So when you're in bad situations, you can pull yourself out faster. This is also awesome for your career because you don't want to look like an emotional wreck when you're working, do you? You want to be able to make rational decisions no matter how much your coworkers piss and bug you off. All right? Well, number two pro is it actually deepens our meaning of life. I can argue for this too. When you're meditating, you're looking so deep inside yourself, wondering what, can, what is my true potential? What do I actually want? You start to learn more about yourself. You learn more about your mind. And I always tell people there's just so much unexplored territory in our own minds that nobody ever taps into. Nobody ever sees their true potential. And I really, truly believe it has a lot to do with not stopping, pausing, and meditating for yourself. And I don't care what religion you are. You should always, always, always know yourself. You should always know and how to keep control of yourself. But it deepens our meaning of life because we really start to ask those deeper questions. We start to ask, why are we here? What's my potential? What does life really mean? I used to have this thought and feeling when I was a little kid, you know, I was trying to find that meaning of life and it was when I was starting to understand like, whoa, somebody else has their own mind in their own life when I'm not around them. This isn't just when they're alive, when when I'm around them, they have a life outside of me. And that's fascinating because people can do so many different things and people never understand it. So it just makes your mind wonder these deeper, scarier ideas almost. And number three, meditation can really ease our pain. And it reduces inflammation because it stops the fight or flight mode. A lot of inflammation is brought up by the fight or flight mode. It's our body reacting to knowing something's wrong, kind of sending out alert buttons and being like, yo, I'm over here. Hello, hello, hello. And inflammation builds. Now, if you were able to reduce the stress, relax, and reduce tension, you might not have so much pain. A lot of times I hear people complain of their lower back. Well, if you're learning to reduce and let go of tension, sometimes I can hear that lower back pain goes away. So sometimes it's not, it it is all in our minds. Sometimes a lot of this pain's all in our minds and something actually doesn't hurt. And number four, it brings more thoughtfulness to one task at a time. When you practice meditation for a while, you start to realize, you know what? I need to focus on one task instead of trying to multitask. And we're a very multitask culture. We think that we can drive, text, call our boss, eat eat food, drink coffee, and drop our kids off at school all at the same time. 
When in reality, we're really accomplishing nothing. We're not spending time with our kids. Our boss is probably like, what the heck are they doing? Why aren't they even making any sense? Your coffee's probably spilling all over your car. You're texting and driving, which is just absolutely dangerous. And who knows if you're even getting a bite in because you're talking so much. So really, are you accomplishing anything? No. Wait to do one thing at a time. Now, I'm, I am a fan of, you know what, maybe you have an informational video or an audio book going while you're trying to do it like a, you do the laundry. I do think those kind of mindless tasks like doing the laundry and stuff, you can multitask by listening to something. Those I believe you can multitask in. Now, important things like trying to spend time with your kids and talk to your boss, I don't believe you can multitask with those. And I don't believe you should try either. So, Meditation really does help you focus on one thing at a time and really become grateful for that one thing rather than doing 200 things at once. Now, we're done with the pros. I'm moving over to the cons. And the cons, we've only got three of them, but I'm going to explain them. And these are things I had to kind of go digging for. While a lot of people like to complain about meditation, there's a whole lot of overlap in the problems. So I kind of, I did shrink them down, the very common ones, into three very key points. And that first one is, a lot of people believe that just sitting and breathing is not meditation. That what we think now with the apps that we have is not true meditation and a lot of people get upset with it. So a lot of people say, you know, like if you're just sitting there and somebody's talking to you and you're breathing, that's really not meditation because meditation is a practice. Meditation is a religious practice um, a, a lot by Buddhism that really deepens and has different stages. And again, this is something I want an expert to come and talk about. But that's what a lot of people argue that, you know, that's meditation. That's practicing meditation because there's a larger goal over there. What we do with our apps is to relieve stress here, meditate for your stress with relationships. That's not meditation. That's mindfulness. And that rolls into my second concern here is mindfulness and meditation are two different things, but our society is trying to combine them. And it's really making a lot of people mad. So meditation is the state and is an actual practice that you practice for a certain length of time while mindfulness is being aware of every situation throughout the day they're very two different things meditation is a practice so think of this meditation is like you practicing basketball after school or you practicing basketball after work mindfulness is you being mindful of your eating throughout the day they're go hand in hand but they're very two separate things. And practicing meditation can actually make you more mindful throughout the day. So think of it, they are very different things, but they do go hand in hand. But a lot of people believe that if you're going to meditate and you're just going to sit there and breathe for anxiety, you should honestly be exercising. You should be doing more because it's going to give your brain a break. Now, if you're doing it for religious reasons, like Buddhists, then that's a little bit different. That actually falls into their category of meditation. And this third point, actually, is I see a bigger reason why people don't like meditation. And it's something that I think there's a little bit of a religious crossover. I'm not quite sure what that is. But meditating, if you're not careful, and I was reading a lot that they people say if you have any kind of mental illness, depression, bipolar depression, anxiety, anything, you should not be meditating deeply over five minutes a day. 
because in a lot of studies, intense meditation for people, they have reported panic attacks, anxiety, paranoia, and depression because they got so entangled in their thoughts. And I found this fascinating too, saying, you know, the deeper you get into meditation, the more you start learning about yourself. And if you have any type of mental illness or mental, you know, capability that you're worried about, meditation can be detrimental. It can really mess up how you see the world and it can mess up how you see yourself. So you just have to be careful here. And I can also see the crossover here for a lot of people that are Christian. And I see it a lot more with Christians. They get worried when they're like, meditation will let in the devil in your mind. Well, they might align the devil with these the feelings of panic, anxiety, paranoia, and depression because they're unwanted. They're there and they feel like the devil has seeped in. That's just my take. That's kind of how I see it because I've heard so many different things. But if you are an expert and you know what you're talking about, I do want to hear from you. Please head over to my Instagram and my Facebook page. Reach out to me saying, you know this, I will have you on. It's going to be a a call in, but I want you on because I want you to explain deeper into this because I, I touch the surface of a lot of different things. I'm one of those I know a lot about or I know a little about a lot. I don't know a lot about a little, except that that comes to running and finance. That's a little bit different. I know a lot about those little things. But everything else I want to introduce you to because it's something that maybe you want to look into further for your life so you can really, really dive deeper. Now, one takeaway here is that meditation, although people say, all they say it can be helpful, it does have negative side effects, you guys. It's important to find what works for you. It's important that you find something that helps keep you relaxed and helps you stay on track. And whether it's consistent meditation or just exercise in general, there's no one solution fits all. But I truly believe that there's something out there for everyone that's going to help and relax and really make you look at the bigger picture and focus on what you want to focus rather than run around like a chicken with your head cut off. You guys, like I say all the time, you've got to run your life. Don't let life run you. So find your way of meditation. Find your way of peace and calmness that helps you learn more and more and more about yourself. So what do you for what do you do for meditation? Are you an exerciser? Do you use the apps? What apps do you use? Head over to my Facebook and my Instagram page. Let me know in any comments of any picture. I'm looking out for them. Hopefully my most recent picture don't be a stalker and go back to my old ones. But just leave it in the comments. Let me know. I'm excited to hear about it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you do. podcast thank you so much for tuning in and learning a little bit more about what the runpreneur podcast is all about i greatly appreciate it but i would appreciate it even more if you'd head over to the itunes section or wherever you are listening to this podcast and please rate and leave a review and also subscribe and please tell your friends to subscribe i know you know somebody that needs to hear what we are talking about here today so please share it with them and as always head over to my facebook and my instagram page even my twitter and please 
Like for more content at The Runpreneur. I promise more is coming out. A lot about running, a lot about health, fitness, and also balance of life because it's just so extremely stressful. So you guys, thank you so much for listening today. As always, run your lives. Don't let life run. Bye, guys.